0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sales Velocity TV. I'm Andrew, that's Aaron, and we're talking about the fastest way to explode your sales today without spending a dime. Always an intriguing topic, Aaron, when you can figure out how to hack the system and not buy advertising, although we're not talking about never buying advertising, which we'll clarify in a little bit. We're talking about how do you add this organic pillar to your advertising portfolio?
1: Yeah, well, happy Friday, first off to you, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited about the fact that I'm going to be flying to Miami and seeing you in person, in the flesh. just a miracle. For the first time in,
0: it's years. I mean, think about that. It's actually years. It's actually years. We're down to next week. Actually, geez, are we doing the show like maybe in person next week? I just realized that. I don't know if that's... uh... Could be exciting. It might be like a whole video team coming in, studio style. We'll have to see. But yeah, I didn't realize it was next week. You'll be in Miami. We'll, we'll be doing some meetings, which will be great. And it's good to see people moving around I'll, and I'll flying. You, we'll, we'll go
1: in one camera.
0: We'll go in one camera. One I'll let camera. you sit on my lap. It'll be amazing. One camera style, right? Yeah, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we will go live from from the Miami offices down here. That would be fun. But yeah, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited be to be able to travel, travel as all the COVID restrictions are, are being lifted and... Going to be on vacation with my family right after that, which we haven't done in a year and a half. So super excited about the, you know, the coming weeks. Uh, The crazy thing is I was expecting July to kind of slow down a little bit. You know, there's a tendency, you know, people, kids get out in summer vacations and stuff. We're, you know, situated to have an all-time record month in July. It's completely the opposite of what I was expecting, but... Again it just goes to show what we've been talking about for the last, you know, couple of weeks that you know, people have been pent up. Yep. They want to get out, they want to spend money, they want to do stuff and and we want everyone to be properly positioned to take advantage of what's happening economically right now. So,
0: yeah, it's interesting times. I mean, there's the concern right now from some of the the, the big publicly traded media companies like the you take like what they call the COVID players, like the Netflixes and the Zooms, and some of those big players. They got such a boost because everybody was pushed online. The concern is, do we maintain that level of viewership? Netflix, right? Do we maintain the level of viewership now that people are out and about moving? That remains to be seen. So, if, you know, we talk a lot about internet marketing here and and, and staking your staking your real estate on the internet. I don't think it ever goes away. You might see it trail off a little bit, but I think what was definitely nailed during COVID is the fact that so much can be done online that we didn't realize could be done online. So having an online component, being able to generate leads from the internet, I don't think that ever slows down. It might take a little bit of a one step back, but again, it's another two, three step forward boost in my view. You're right
1: on that. What we see, and I've talked about this before on worldwide retail sales, is you saw this massive spike up it it actually, it condensed what was supposed to take 10 more years as far as adoption was concerned and it mm-hmm. spiked up and then it kind of just dropped a little bit, but now it had a, it has a new baseline. So basically what what happened is, is that we condensed adoption by a yep. decade, yep. right? So your, your slacks, your zooms, your Netflix, your, all of these things, they got this massive rush and then there's a tiny little drop, but it's just this entirely new baseline that will hold because... The people that started using it, it wasn't like they were using it because they had to. That they started using it because they didn't even know it existed, and now they like it. So it, it's it's an it's it's a, it's a it's a rapid acceleration of adoption, and it won't go backwards.
0: No doubt. So, so. totally agree. And uh, we're talking today about how to tap the internet basically to get a lot of leads without spending a lot of money. Now we're big. You and I are big. And if you watch the show for a little while, you know, we are big paid advertising media guys. We don't believe there's any business that can scale or be successful unless you have a pretty aggressive paid media strategy. You're buying ads on YouTube and Google. You're buying ads on Facebook and Instagram. You're buying ads on maybe TV, maybe radio, right? Like an aggressive, balanced, paid advertising approach. That's how businesses get big. Very rarely will we see a business just gradually grow to a monster organically. However, what we're going to talk about today is adding the organic pillar to the paid media pillar. I don't think you really should be doing one or the other. It's both. But today we're going to be talking about the other, which is organic, and how to beef up your brand and your image online to get the views that you need, to get the exposure that you need, to get credibility, to build authority. And I know you and I have kind of like these little strategies that we use with clients. I'll have you talk about your... Yours is a little bit more big picture. Mine's more tactical. Yours is more strategic big picture. So I'll let you go first. Cool. Well, the,
1: the, there's there's typically two types of people who watch this show. There's people who have an idea or they're formulating a business and they want to launch it. And and so they're sort of in that that newer stage. And then you've got other listeners that already have an established business. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to take it to the next level. Right. Right. So there's two different mind frames of what I'm going to talk about right now. So I'm just going to put myself in in the first mind frame, which is I'm brand new and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to get traction. I'm trying to get my, you know, my first few consistent sales. Right. Yep. And, and yes, we talk a lot about paid traffic, but I see all the time where people really underestimate the value of their network and word of mouth. Mm. and, The thing is, is that if you're putting together some type of service product offering, the most important phase is the beginning where you get validation that people actually want it, right? And so the best way to get validation is to use what I call the, 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 the 10 rings effect, right? Because people who are closest to you, right, they already know and like you and trust you more than anybody else will in the marketplace. And if they're not willing to buy what you have, when they have such a relationship established with you and such an amount of trust already built with you, the likelihood of somebody buying it cold is not very good, right? Because if the people who know and like and trust you the most aren't willing to buy, what it says is you have a product or service or offer or pitch problem that needs to be worked out before you take it to the masses right and the reality is is that if you can make these first initial sales without having to spend money then that gives you the fuel to then go on and you know amplify what you're doing with paid media in the future right without having to go into into you know deep debt right so I'm going to talk about the 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 10 rings and I'm talking about it from the perspective of somebody who's new, but if you already have a business and it's established and you're looking to grow it, I want you to understand that these things should be ongoing for you as well because there's so much free money that you could be picking up. hmm if you actually consistently implemented these in addition to the other things that you're doing. But we overlook it. We get lazy. You know, you can just throw money at ads and, you know, you can be off to the races and whatever. But free sales are way better than paid sales. Yeah, you're honest.
0: right about that. The turnoff here will be this is a long, slow, arduous process. It almost reminds me of, like, starting a workout routine. You're not going to see really good results for a long time. So the question is how do you maintain the motivation and the consistency and the discipline to pull it off over yep. the long run because this is an organic long-term play that we're talking about right here. How do you get free leads from the internet? You don't just like show up and make a few posts and like go where are my free leads? This is an organic this is this is like planting the seeds of internet real estate. That's exactly right? what it is. This is seed planting.
1: And seed the thing when you when you plant seeds consistently over time what happens is one day you you wake up and you realize that your garden is overflowing, right? And I'm and experiencing- it kind of like comes
0: out of nowhere after all that Yeah, I'm, I'm experiencing
1: right? it right now. I've been, I've been planting seeds in one of my businesses now for four years, and now the crop is just so big that I almost can't handle it. But it wasn't that big in the beginning, right? right? It was, it, it took time, yeah. right? So let's talk about these rings. So the way that I visualize it is that there are people they're the closest to you. They're the smallest circle, right? And then every step outside of that is a bigger circle and a bigger circle and a bigger circle where people know less about you, that you have less authority, less trust, less credibility. So we want to start in at the smallest circle. So the very first thing that we want to start with when, we're, when we got something to pitch is your family, right? Because your your family are, are pretty you much by whatever. Are you suggesting
0: pitching your friends and family your business right now, Aaron? 100%. How
1: dare you? 100%. Right. And people are like, oh God, I don't want to bother them, no, blah, blah, that's blah, not blah, the blah. blah.
0: I'm in, right?
1: This is a network that's pre-built in for you, right? Because what you have to understand is you're always tapping into networks. But the networks have different levels of trust and credibility with you from the get-go. So pillar one is pitching your family on your product,
0: service, et cetera.
1: Pillar two are your
0: friends. When you say pitching error, are you saying like trying to sell it to them or just hundred them know, hey, this is the business I'm 100%. in. This is what I'm up to today. Absolutely. Like, let's say you're an insurance guy. We, You and I deal with a ton of insurance and financial yep. advisors in our software company. Are you saying like if I'm in the business of selling, I don't no. know, term insurance or life insurance, I should go to my family and try to sell them insurance or just Absolutely. let them know I'm in the business? Which Nope, you know, but well, we're going to get to that in a second. All right.
1: Circle one is selling it to them
0: interesting i okay. wasn't
1: expecting you to go here i am i'm a viewer C- circle two is your friends because your friends aren't the smallest circle they're the next circle out right family kind of feels obligated friends feel a little less obligated but still obligated right Right. so you're trying to pitch one then two and you're gathering feedback from them on why they did why they didn't what what, what could make it better blah 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 you're getting a little bit of money in your pocket right now you start looking at leverage. Pillar number three is your family's social email text. Would you help me get the word out that I've got this product, this service, this business? Because in, in, in 30 years ago, you know, when we didn't have all of these, these pieces of We had TV pack. and radio only in three stations. Take, take it from right. that standpoint, and, and when, right? You'd say to your friends and your family, hey, can you let people know I'm in business? And they would say, yeah, like if it comes up in conversation somewhere, I'll let people know that you're in business. Now, your family has a network. That network comes in social media, email, and text. Every person, I don't care how old you are, has some type of social presence, some type of email list, that they use and some type of text. So putting together some type of offer or pitch and asking them if they would help share the message, right? All of a sudden allows you to amplify into their network and they're giving you an endorsement. So the resistance gets brought down. So pillar number three is your family's social email text. Number four is the same thing, but it's the the outer, it's another circle out. It's your friends social email, text, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people are like, oh man, that seems like a lot of work. It feels uncomfortable, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you want to be an entrepreneur and be successful? Welcome to the real fucking world. Okay. It's hard. It takes work. You got to put your ego aside until you've got so much money that you can just choose to do whatever you want to do.
0: And you have to be a promoter. I mean, at the end of the day, gotta gotta be be a a promoter. promoter. You gotta have thick skin. You gotta be. Promoters okay don't that, make a lot of money in business, frankly. Yeah, you gotta be okay with the fact
1: that you might call your uncle up and say, "Hey, you know, uncle, would you be willing to buy my product?" No. Would you be willing to make uh, an announcement to your to your text, your email, and your social about my new business? No. Okay, thank you very much. Right. Get used to hearing no, because the faster you get through the nos, the faster you get to the yeses. Right. And most people just don't have the internal fortitude to take the nos. Right. Right. So now we get into pillar five, your, see now you've got feedback. You've got feedback from your friends, your family, their friends, their family. You've started to refine your product, refine your pitch, so on and so forth. Now you can go to your social, your email, your text. You don't want to jump right to your social, your email and your text, because without real world feedback first, you could go in, and, and fire off the cannons and it falls flat because you never got feedback on it first on how to improve it, mm-hmm. okay? Got so it, that's got it. pillar number five, right? Once you've started to refine this pitch and make some sales, whatever, now you can start to drift a little bit out into f- circles that are further from source, right? So mm-hmm. Facebook groups is a phenomenal place. There's There's so many Facebook groups now you know, that are industry specific, topic specific, lifestyle specific. You can go into a Facebook group. Some of these Facebook groups have hundreds of thousands of members. I mean, the
0: networking going on in these Facebook groups is tremendous these days. It's insane. It's, probably, it's and like if going people, to a live event. Going to a Facebook it group, is. it's like going into a networking group and being like, hey absolutely. guys, I'm, you know, I'm here. Like, I see some of these groups, we have one, but I see some of the real, 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 real big groups and the amount of engagement and interacting and people connecting on the side. I mean, it's a virtual networking shop. Yeah, and if cases. you go in
1: there and you just make a commitment, and we're gonna talk a little bit about this in number 10, they kind of tie together, but you go in there and just give a piece of value a week in some type of post that's related to, you know, your business, people are gonna to start to comment, reply, direct message you, so hey, on and so can forth. Can we
0: connect privately on the side? Let's, absolutely, let's take this right?
1: offline, right? Or absolutely. You're yeah, putting yourself right in the way of something that's focused and concentrated. So number six is Facebook groups. Number seven. Is once you start, now you've started to get clients, right? I am baffled how many people don't ask their own customers for referrals. And here's the thing your customers are happy to give you referrals. So you might be thinking to yourself, well, I've had a whole bunch, I've had a thousand customers and I barely get any referrals. You think that's because your product sucks? It's not because your product sucks,
0: it's because you're not asking.
1: It, it, they're, everyone's so busy. They don't think about proactively, like, how can I help my insurance broker out today? But if you reach out to them and you say, Hey, like, how's your experience been so far? I'm, oh, they're great. Hey, you know, a lot of my business is built off of referrals. You know, do you have anybody that you think might be a good fit to talk to me? You'll be shocked to me because, oh yeah, like I actually, I was talking to this guy the other day who was looking for someone and this and that, but it just, it didn't come to the top of their mind because they're busy. They're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Humans are selfish, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, constantly, not constantly, consistently reminding your clients that you would love referrals will create an onslaught of business for you. But if you forget to ask, it's probably going to be a ghost Out account. of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So number seven to seven is client referrals, okay. right? Number eight is businesses that serve a lateral niche, okay? And here's what I mean by that, okay? Think communities. And I'll give you an example. My agency started to send... We started to send clients to a sales team, professional recruitment, placement, sales organization, okay? This sales organization teaches people how to become professional salespeople and places those salespeople into other businesses that need salespeople. So they've got a client list of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of my ideal client because they're doing the sales for those clients, right? So I reached out to this organization and said, hey, could I give some value to your community of business owners talking about paid media? Because I know they're all using paid media. And he said, oh, that would be amazing. So once a week, I started giving value to their community about paid media. That one community has sent me 12 clients in the last six months where my average LTB on a client is like 50 grand. So you're talking joint ventures now. Yeah. It was because I tapped into yep. that, that community.
0: Now, a caveat. By the way, that, that didn't cost said, you anything to do. That was a phone call right. or it was a message or it was a negotiation. Right? I it just was, reached out and yep. said, you know, Hey, would, you know, could I, could I serve your community?
1: at a high level. And yes, I do pay them a referral fee, which you should do, mm-hmm. you know, I, I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But but just showing up and saying, hey, like I have a service and I pay a referral fee is better than not saying anything at all, mm-hmm. but taking it to the next level of tapping into these communities and saying, hey, uh, you know, would it serve you if I gave some value to your community? They're, most of them are gonna say, yeah, absolutely, right? You start with giving first and asking second, It's a completely different conversation. I have at least six communities exactly like this where I give value to and I've established relationships with the owners now that probably send me in excess of $2 million a year in business, right? Because I've tapped into something that's lateral, right? They're doing sales, we do traffic. They're part of the same equation, Mm -hmm. right? So I can serve them, they can serve me, right? And I establish that relationship. Okay. So that's number eight is tapping into communities or businesses that serve a lateral niche offering value and establishing referral relationships. Number nine, once you've done that with a couple of them and you've established yourself and the trust is there, what do you think you can ask them to do now? Their email, their social, their SMS, right? Stop so now we have got now. in the community, you've amplified it off the community, right? So that's the first – like if you see how I did this, this is progressionary, right? I'm starting with the the smallest circle possible that knows me the most and feels like the most obligated to help me out. Mm -hmm. And then each circle got further and further and further away from the source and built on each other to the point where now you've created this giant organic referral Friends, family, social, leverage, groups, client referrals, business communities, all of their networks that are just it's driving. Like the spider web effect you're it's a spider web. I life. haven't spent a single dime yet. And the crazy thing is is, Andrew, we talk about paid traffic all the time. I run one of the biggest media agencies in the world. I haven't I haven't spent a single dollar on traffic ever. I'm not saying I shouldn't. But the reality is, is we're so because busy. Because of
0: that methodology, you you haven't had to, is what I, you're saying. I,
1: I'm always four to six week wait list. So until I want to 10x the size of my staff, I have no need for paid media mm-hmm. because I put in the time to do what we just talked about. And it's time, for it's effort, years, if I'm years not mistaken. relationship building, networking. I'm very good at those things. Mm-hmm. So I leverage that skill set, right? Yep. Yeah. I put out paid media, like I'll amplify our show, right? For more awareness of me, right? But not necessarily from a lead generation perspective, although it does generate a lot of leads, right? right. So right. those are my first, that's that's my small circle to large circle, Got it. you know, I call it the 10 rings effect. The last one is now getting into the coldest audience of them all, which is where I want to hand the baton off to you. Cause now we're talking about, okay, we've gone from the tightest circle, right? Your family to your friends, right? To their social and email and SMS, to Facebook groups, to client referrals, to businesses that serve your niche, to their network. Okay. Now we're in like, now we're officially in the real cold world at this point. (laughs)
0: We're in the, we're in the, the, I don't know who you are world. Now you're in the icy cold world where you have to go out and and actually create some visibility, right? So yeah, handing it off to me. And that's good. I love how you, you, you laid out the whole warm market circle, circle of influence is what it's called, right? You basically Mm -hmm. have created their a circle of influence model that allows you to get some traction prepping you in my view to becoming visible on the internet absolutely right for what we call publishing right, right. so and, i'm going to talk need, about a yeah go and ahead. you need this part that you're going to talk about now because if you
1: do all these things i'm talking about the natural even if somebody says that's the best company that's the best product that's the best service that's the best expert mm-hmm. right they're going to go do research on you, right? It's not enough for some, it's awesome when someone find, says they're the best.
0: And they can't find nothing. We've done episodes on branding and positioning right. and authority and publishing. And if somebody goes online and Googles you or Facebooks you or Instagrams you or YouTubes you, they're all verbs today, right? Yep. Or figure figure figures, you go to your website, which is actually probably yep. the last of the four today is website yep. last social first. So we'll talk about social here. They want to know that you're, out there producing content, in many cases, they don't want to just see a name on a public Facebook page, like a business profile that hasn't had a post in two years. You start right. to wonder: Is this person just really sort in of the a, game? A, are they? Yeah, engaged? Are they in the game? Do they? Do are they have they a podcast? Do they have a book? Do they have a YouTube channel? So, I want to talk about next-leveling what Aaron said: circle of influence, where this can be done on social as well, and that's the next best progression. So, the model that I normally use when I'm working privately with clients, and I think Aaron, you agree on this, and this is. This is a very subtle way to do it. And then this can be compounded over time. So what I recommend is that when you've gone through some of the methodologies that you've gone through, and even if you don't go through all of them, maybe you go through some of them, right? You got to get into the habit of publishing something at least once a week. So if you look at us, we publish this show once per week. We go live in the public Facebook group on Fridays. And we just go live because most people don't watch our show live. They watch the replay a lot. We have a ton of downloads. Our show in Apple on the podcast We have one of the top sales shows in Apple right now. Apple's the the, the biggest ecosystem of all for for podcasts. So we're one one of the most recognized sales shows in the Apple ecosystem, right? Now, you don't get there unless you're doing something consistently over time. So we produce this live every week. We then strip out the audio so that it becomes a podcast across Google, across Facebook, across, excuse me, Google. Um, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, all the different Spotify, Spotify. all the different platforms. So so you get like that spider web effect from an audio standpoint. But the reason we do the video is because you got to be on YouTube today. YouTube is the number one search engine on the planet Earth. Obviously, you most likely know YouTube is owned by Google, but YouTube is a bigger search engine than the Google search engine even though it's owned by Google. So if you don't have a video component of what you're doing, you're missing out on a huge chunk of traffic. Again, spider web effect. So Mm -hmm. normally what I like to do is get someone to produce a piece of content once per week in video. Now, here's an easy way to hack that because a lot of people go, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm never going on video. I'm the worst. I don't even have the equipment. I suck. I don't know what to say. So here's the hack. People get so scared so fast. They get so scared. but But let me show you how I disarm it, Aaron. So I'll say, listen, you probably can write really well about your business, right? Most people can write an article about something in their business or they can write a blog post. Or their you know, industry. Yeah. Let's take the show, Aaron. This is what, what, what did we call this? This was the, 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 a way to get a ton of traffic or eyeballs without spending a dime on traffic, right? Whatever we called it. I don't even, I should. Yeah. It was right? something along the
1: lines of how to 10 extra sales without spending a dime on something traffic. Something
0: like that, right? So most people could write a couple bullet points about that and maybe have a nice little one page article done, two, 300 words on that. So what I normally have people do is write the blog and make it a blog post, obviously. So it's on the web. Don't like bury it on a Google doc and nobody sees it. Get a blog free, get a WordPress blog, highly recognized by the Google search engine, write your piece of content. So let's just say the piece of content was, um, how to get leads without spending a dime in advertising, the sh- topic of this show, right? Write it, get it on the blog post, then go shoot a video about what you just wrote. Take two or three points out of the content and use those as your talking points. Even better, frame them as questions and put them up on the screen where you can see them. And almost like you're in interview format. People do amazingly well on video when they're being interviewed. It's oftentimes a horror show if they have to talk directly to the camera. So make it like it's an interview. Put the top three questions as an example from that article in front of you. And answer them in a conversational tone like I'm doing right now and create a three or four minute video, maybe less, on what you just wrote. Now, what have we done? We have a piece of written content for the blog on the web. We now have a video that you shot about the blog you just wrote, which you can say and go down below to read all the details. Now we have a video on the web, which now gets put into YouTube. So now we have a blog post article text. We have you speaking about that in video now on YouTube. So we have a YouTube channel. If you want to take it a step further like we do, you can make it a podcast, strip out the audio, put it up on Apple iTunes for free. Now you have a podcast. And now what happens is that piece of content in the text, in the video, oftentimes I'll say take the YouTube video and put it right on top of the blog now. So you're talking about the blog post on the same page, right? It's just a little added feature where the blog post is is there and the videos on top of the videos also on YouTube. So you're bringing the YouTube video over. And now what happens is the YouTube channel, you could boost views. You could pay for some traffic there, but we're talking free right now, right? So let's stay free is yep. we got the blog. We got the YouTube. Now that little video can also now go over to Facebook, same video, and it can now become a boosted post where you drive them to the blog, perhaps, or you just play the video and send them to some sort of call to action, your website or your sales funnel or your free report, whatever it is in you And Facebook also can be put into Instagram. Instagram now has unlimited viewing, right? They used to just have- Or, or TikTok. Any, what in any of them, I'm just staying with the big three, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, but you're right, you can keep going deeper on this, right? Sure. So now you have the YouTube video. We then put it on Facebook. We boosted the post because we want to maybe be able to, to boost that up and drive some traffic to it if we want, but staying free, that's now on Facebook. We can now put that on Instagram if you have an Instagram channel. So now we have video exposure, about that piece of content on the big three, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And now that blog post, if you have an email list every single week, now you have a weekly e-newsletter format where you send to your email list, hey, we just produced this blog and a video on how to get traffic without spending a dime on advertising. And now that thing has gone everywhere. One article on a blog, video, video gets to three platforms, and now it goes out to your email list, On top of all that, you've now covered pretty much every form of media. God forbid you have an SMS text list. You could send out a text blast and link directly to the blog post. The key here is the blog post is the real estate that houses the content. The video gets stacked on top of it. The fact that there's a video allows you to leverage three forms of media or more. And once the content is ready, you now have a reason to show up in your prospect or client's inbox and their SMS inbox every single week. And Aaron, with one piece of content again, and believe it or not, when I go through this with clients, they go, that sounds amazing. And it's like pulling teeth to get them to do it weekly. Now we're only talking about one piece of content. I know big brands and companies that are doing this three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and they hand have it, it to a syndication team. I have a client doing it
1: three times a day right now. So there
0: you go. But what I want to do is, to me, it's always like the workout example. If you've never worked out, you're not going to start a -a six-day-a-week regimen. You're going to start a one- to two-day-a-week regimen so we get buy-in and enthusiasm. Otherwise, you get overwhelmed turnoff. So if you've never done what we're talking about right now, it's one piece of committed content per week. You can lay a schedule out a whole month in advance, write the blog post, produce the video about the blog post, and get it syndicated. And eventually, you can hire a very inexpensive virtual assistant that as soon as you're done with that blog post and video you can give them the 78910 however many steps you have we do this by the way when this show ends on friday you and i don't do one thing not one thing the second this show ends on a friday perfect example our social media team literally goes off like elves at santa's workshop and they're doing like 11 12 13 things between now and next tuesday i won't go through the list here but you get the point point. and all of it is publishing syndication, cutting, moving it to audio, getting it across Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, beefing up the YouTube channel, doing some paid traffic to it also. You don't have to, that's optional. We're talking free here. But it's astounding what can happen if you commit to one piece of content per week, get it into a video format, get used to being on video because it will blow up your viewership and your credibility. If you're not good at it, go get some training, go take some speaking classes, go practice, do what you need to do because video's here to stay. It's the new TV. And if you can make that a piece of your content 52 times per year, anyone can do this. Anyone can do something once a week for 52 weeks in a year. And let me tell you what will happen over time. The organic search engine visibility that you will start to get is astounding. And on top of that, when you go get looked upon by prospects or clients, what are they doing on the web? What are their philosophies? What are they saying? And they see you in all these forms of media. They come to you predisposed. And they come to you without a whole lot of rebuttal to buy whatever pre-sold. it is you're selling. They're pre-sold. Pre-sold. I mean, Aaron, I can't tell you how many people I speak to just in our Pipeline Pro software community that go, guys, I watch your show every single week. You don't even have to tell me anything else. How do I join your coaching program? Or how do I have your company do this for me? Because this is what we as humans are wired to appreciate and to trust. It's entertainment. It's entertainment in the form of video. We are used to stars on TV and the big movie screen. All you're doing is you're emulating what we're so used to seeing and loving, which is seeing an entertainer on a TV screen or on a movie screen. But guess what, guys? The new TV and movie screen is YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. You gotta be there if you want the visibility, the credibility, and the authority. And so few get what we just said. And I just made it so easy that just one committed piece of content per week You could carve out two hours, one afternoon per week, shut off all the text messaging and emails and everything and just focus on getting a core concept written down on a blog, shooting a video about it, and then boom, the syndication process begins and it goes on and on and on and on and on. And it's very powerful.
1: Yeah, and and I love how you broke it down super, super easy for people to wrap their heads around, right? I I think if you look- Anybody can do that. They can, right? But I think if we look at, you know- what I call this the Ten Rings effect, right? Where you're starting from the smallest circle and you're expanding to the widest circle, right? I feel like people often have a built-in excuse for why they can't or won't
0: Great point. do these things. Yeah. yeah, right. It's it's like a default excuse. It, it is and my and first I, one, Aaron. Oh no, no, no! I can't do video. That's not I'm not good on camera.
1: Automatic. I don't feel comf- I don't feel comfortable talking to my friends or family automatic I I could never ask somebody to put it on their social for me. Hmm. Okay. Right? So your fear of the unknown, which to be quite honest with you, you know, they somebody once said to me fear it. stands for false expectations appearing real, right? 95% of the things that we're afraid of don't ever even actually happen. So because of your fear of what you think is going to happen, you're not going to go and do the things that are going to grow. You're guaranteed, by the way, you do these 10 things, guaranteed your business grows. I don't know how much it's going to grow, but I guarantee it will grow. And some of There's- it's
0: unrecognizable because just the visibility alone, you can't always quantify visibility and credibility, but you will start hearing people say what we just said. Absolutely. I see your stuff everywhere. It's great. I love your philosophy on weight loss, life insurance, financial planning e-commerce, network marketing, consulting, coaching, building an agency. I see your stuff all over the place. And man, oh man, it's amazing. And what are the next steps? There's not waiting. How for do the I big work pitch. with you? Yes. How do I work with you? Yeah. We didn't, by the way, Aaron, we didn't even mention, I have a client, good friend of mine, who's his strategy for years, you know, we can go in a lot of different directions here. I wanted to keep it simple today. His strategy is he's been doing a webinar per month like a TV show for years, like you and I do the show per week. That's our staple. He has been doing a webinar per month. He built his whole business for like three years straight. And he has a multiple six figure per month coaching business now from doing a webinar per month on some core concept. And then he would take that webinar and YouTube it and do all the things we just said. It's a podcast as well, but his was the webinar model, which is also a great model if you're good at presenting on slides, right? So there's a lot of ways you can play this his models once a month. My example is once per week. This show is a perfect example of a once per week committed piece of content that gets the spider web effect and ends up in like, I think it's like 16 or 18 pieces of media. One 35, 45 minute show, whatever we do, an hour sometimes. One piece of media gets into 18, sometimes 20 plus different forms of media today. I mean, you keep doing that over time. That's the compound effect. And it's very powerful. Well, if you're willing and now to we're circling
1: back game. around. We're circling back around to the beginning, right? If you're hitting these 10 circles yep. and you're hitting them, the ones that you can hit consistently, you get through all of them, you're consistent about it. We're going back to the planting seeds thing, right? No farmer in the history of farmers ever walked out to their field, grabbed a handful of seeds, threw it into the dirt, Took the hose out, sprinkled on it, and the next day said, "We're vegetables. We got a garden. Let's go sell. Right? Never happened. Never happened. Farmers are common sense. They know that it's time, it's process, it's consistency that's going to win
0: the you know, game. Let me piggyback right? off that concept, Aaron. How okay. about somebody who has a wine business? How about sure. that harvesting timeline? Mm-hmm. The harvesting of a wine, the grapes. This is Five, 10-year deals. Yep. Talk about that long game. Perfect example. Yep. The garden can grow a little quicker. The veggies can grow in six months, but the wine could be six years. Right. But yet you'll see that same
1: farmer get approached five years down the line when there's bumper crop after bumper crop after bumper crop yep. by the impatient farmer who didn't do those things and has, you know, very sparse yields.
0: And hey, and hey, tell me your secret. How do I do this fast? Right. That's normally what will happen, How right? did you make this happen? Oh, let me tell you about my overnight success. I planted my first <laughs> grape 11 years ago. I've been an 11-year <laughs> overnight success. Now I have a harvest 17 <laughs> acres large in the state of Washington. That's my overnight success. That's how it yep. usually goes. Yeah, it was. I, there was a movie that I
1: watched. I can't remember who it was. It was with Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. Um, and who's the small comedian, the little guy that he's always making fun of? They're super good friends. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, he's like, uh, he's like in the movie. He hadn't seen him in in since high school, and you know, he's obviously Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. He's massive. Is it me
0: or does that guy get bigger like every year? He just keeps getting bigger. It's like he's just growing sideways. This guy, <laughs> like crazy, right?
1: And in the movie, the guy's like, "Hey, man, can you tell me your uh, secret about like how you got so? F- I want to get fit like you. How did you get so fit?" And made, he's made. like, "Bro, it's super, super easy. Every day." I lift for two hours in the morning and two hours at night. And I've done that every year, every day for 20 years. And he's like, like
0: speechless, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh,
1: oh, "Okay, okay, mind, Right. That's Super it. easy.
0: Super you, easy. You go you and, and I always things- talk about this as, are you willing to play the long game? Because it will pay off so well. The harvest in the long game is a tricky game to play because it's not very rewarding in the beginning. And a lot of times it feels like it's for nothing. Like I'm just, you, you see nothing for a while and it's like really frustrating and it's hard to, it's always hard to stay in the mind space. Same thing with working out. We talk about working out a lot. It takes a long time to see good results and you got to be willing to stay in the game long to find what motivates you to be able to do it when there are no results and when there is no validation and when there is no real motivation and when there is no progress being seen. That is the difference between an A player and a C player right there.
1: And you know what? I want to, I, I want to, dovetail off of something you just said there, right? It takes a long time to get something that's truly excellent, mm. but the adverse is also true, right? When you spend time in the fitness world, eating well, working out, building muscle mass, building your, your metabolic you know, state, all of these things, it takes a really long time to slide backwards too. Like as we're going into get, old age, yeah. I want to go into old age as fit as possible. You know, when I start getting into 50s and 60s and 70s, I want to get as fit as possible because I want it to be, when I can't really do those things much anymore, I want it to be a long slide back to average health and an even longer slide back to, you know, below average health, Yeah. right? And so when you're putting in the reps of what we're talking about with this stuff in business, once you get to the point where you're like me, like us, right, where I got more business than I can handle, it takes a really long time to, for that to go away
0: because this, there's been so many seeds planted for so long, right? It's, it's, it's real estate, like, man, like you said, right? You've, the real estate is the real estate. It's secure to the ground now. You almost can't stop it. It, it, to be honest with you. Like at this level, I'm not sure I could, I
1: could stop it without just telling people I'm not taking on clients. And it's right? interesting like, you say
0: it like that, Aaron, because there are some some really big internet brands out there in the nutrition space and the financial space and the sales and business space that are so big that they can sell their their brand for so much money because there's so much organic traffic coming to the brand. That sometimes the brand is more valuable than the product itself. We see this on Shark Tank a lot. You and I were oh, talking God, about yeah. this. Right? A lot of times those sharks will go and they're really smart. They'll go in and they'll say, you know, they'll look at, they'll look at like the, the, the lead flow or the traffic flow or the branding and the awareness. And like the product is easy. They'll go if they don't like something, they'll go fix that. But the fact that they have all those eyeballs set in and they have that social media presence and that organic presence, they're buying that groundwork that took somebody five years to do. That's yeah. What they're and, and I'll share,
1: I'll share one great example of that. And then we'll wrap up the show today. Good. Um, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. a friend of mine has a really large skin cream company. And we, we've talked about him a couple times on the show before, and he's really big on organic content, nurturing his clients, you know, creating that community aspect, really, really good at it. He's been doing it consistently for five years since he launched that brand. And when COVID hit, Um, they couldn't get any product made. Ah, they were overseas, right? That actually was being made, oddly enough, in New York, of all places, and they they couldn't get their raw ingredients, which came from overseas. So therefore, they couldn't make any product. So the first thing they did is they shut off all their paid media, right? Because there's no point in spending money on paid media and making sales when you can't actually fulfill them, right? So they turned off their paid media, and these guys spend about. About thirty to fifty thousand dollars a day on paid media, okay? They turned it off, and then over the next month, they still did a million dollars in sales.
0: They've been in the game so long with their ads off, It's amazing. And it was like a it was like a problem. They were going,
1: we don't want to sell right now, but we but people just our our brand, our awareness, our loyalty, our our content, it just keeps driving people in and we can't really stop it, you know? So they had to scramble around and find a couple more fulfillment centers and write new contracts and get new deals. And because the
0: machine, it wouldn't stop even without running out. Real estate, the listen, the digital real estate was firmly in place. And what yep. that did for them, good example, is it weathered a downturn. Absolutely. That's what it did. And listen, there's no question you're going to have a downturn that's unexpected. It might not be quite like COVID. That was the most unexpected baby in our lifetime, but it could happen again. You sure. could, there could be, you know, there could be another 9-11, God forbid. There could be another COVID, God forbid. You better be ready to weather a significant unexpected downturn or, right? Yeah. Trouble ahead. Absolutely. Let's wrap it with that. Um, Good stuff, man. Listen, this is worth going back and listening to again because this is the organic play. This is how you nail some internet real estate down, but it it takes time, right? You're building the house. You're not buying a house. You're building a house, right? You're laying the foundation. You're putting up the walls and the windows. You're putting on the roof. You're doing the landscaping. You could go buy a house. That's buying the business. We talked about that a second ago, but really this is a building of the house play. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be in the game as an expert, authority, credibility, thought leader type person in your space, you're going to have to play this organic game in addition to, important to leave here, Aaron, running paid ads because paid ads is money, leads, and traffic now. The organic real estate play we're talking about is is sales and leads and traffic for later. But they have to go hand in hand. I rarely see a business doing one but not the other that does anything really significant long term. It's both. It's not one or the other. It's both. And it's really important that we leave off with that piece. So how to get, how to get, how to explode your sales or the fastest way to explode your sales without spending a dime on marketing. This is the ticket. Just be prepared for it not to be an overnight push the easy button type result. It's going to take time.
1: Yep. This is where you roll up your sleeves and you find out where you're, what you're actually made
0: out of. And, and you gotta somehow find a way to get on video. You have to bust through that discomfort. You have to get out of that story. You have to get a haircut. You have to shave. You have to get out of your undies. And you have to figure out a way to show up on video like we do every single week because it's the new TV. And you're just missing such a huge piece of media if you don't have a video presence. It really is an important piece to mention. It really wipes out half the strategy, frankly, if you don't have it.
1: Well, and this is a perfect segue because we've done video. And then what we suggest is that you syndicate it across multiple channels. So for those people who want to watch or listen to this across multiple yes. channels,
0: where can they find our show? Do it. Go to salesvelocitytv.com. Watch all past episodes. Download the radio version on all the top top podcast platforms. And we will see you, everybody, next week, same time, same place. If you catch us live, it's 11 a.m. Eastern in the public Sales Velocity TV Facebook group. Otherwise, you know we'll see you on the radio version. Aaron, great one as always. Appreciate the contribution. I think we you know, had a nice little double team here on how to do this the right way. That's Aaron. I'm Andrew. We will see you on the next episode of Sales Velocity TV and radio over and out. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.